Spooky, Scary, Skeptical contains explicit content and topics that some listeners may find distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone! I'm Emily. I'm Libby. And I'm Ken. And this is... Spooky, Scary, Skeptical. I can't wait to find out what we're talking about today. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you ah! until we are ready to go. Ah! Okay. I, what? Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. I was told that it begins with the letter Q, but I believe that to be a false trail. <laughs> I don't know. You asked me a question. I answered your question. Did you just say a false trail? Yeah. Like a betrayal and a falsity at once? Like a, like a, I don't know, just like a false... Breadcrumb trail. Oh, it's false Fake trail! News. Fake news. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were combi- combining the words falsity and betrayal together. And I was like, I love this for you. Like a false trail. Oh, trail. Mm-hmm. Instead of trail. That's Not so much trail. more clever than what I said. No. It makes more sense what you said. <laughs> she was trying really hard to make it work. I was like, wow, look at you go, cheeky little girl. Huh. Wouldn't it be a false betrayal? So wouldn't it just be like a... A falsity and a betrayal. Like a fake betrayal. Like, I don't know. Like what? A fake betrayal. Like uh, what Maeve did. Would be a Who's false Maeve? betrayal. From the damn show that Libby got me into, um, despite it ending on a cliffhanger after cliffhanger. Our poor patrons are going to hear about this twice. Because yeah, we are. have I'm talked to our patrons it. about this. This is to the public. This is a public service announcement. Join our fucking Patreon, okay? We have a lot of good times and a lot of fun. We will be covering some really good topics, and among them is Ken's thoughts on a TV show that I made him watch. It is one of us is lying. I will not recover from the pain I've caused, apparently, after making him watch the show. I heard a quote that I thought was very inspirational. I would love to hear your quote that's inspirational. I don't think I could... I like that you quote. Very inspired. <laughs> no, it's. I know. I know the end of it, but I don't know how it starts. I love that you I have a quote that's very inspiring. It has changed my life completely. I will never be the same. So what is it? Yeah, <laughs> not sure. I know. I know the gist. But it shook me to the core. What's your inspirational quote? So it's learn to observe and not absorb. So like. Don't take on other people's, like, emotions or their attitude about something. Like, have your own thoughts and ideas. And just yeah, like, but what, 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 you need to absorb information. Yeah, but you're not absorbing, you're not just taking on their ideas. That was actually my um, entire life motto in math class. Learn to observe. <laughs> Don't absorb. <laughs> actually really like it i hear you like emotionally why that would fit for me i'm like logically sitting in math class i did not absorb anything but i observed emmy why did you fail your test i'm not sure i (laughs) you know i observed everything (laughs) i really i get the emotional part that's actually a very nice sentiment thank you Thanks for sharing. And this has been Emily's Inspirational Sharing Corner. Yes. Now you need a new inspirational quote every week. Uh, This is actually the last one we're having. (laughs) So she's like not feeling inspired. You also have to do a Libbyism today, too. You've got a lot on your plate over there, kiddo. Huh. Huh. I think my phone is charged. That never happens. Huh.
My head feels like I bonked it, but like I don't know what I, what I would have bonked it on. But that's also not unusual for me. I do bonk things around. That's concerning. No. Like right here, it just feels like I bonked my head. Well, you have a huge bump. No, I don't. Don't lie to me. Emily, you believed him and you can see my face? Well, no, he said that and I was like, what can I not see? Oh. I don't see anything, so. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ken won. Emmy zero. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Okay, so Libby's Libby-ism Libby's-ism of the day is, and I quote Avocado is wet grass fruit, end quote That's a common one, that is not a one-time statement That is a common statement and I fucking stand by it Avocado tastes like wet grass smells and that's the fucking tea. I am not an avocado girly. I have only ever once enjoyed one bowl of guacamole, and it still wasn't my favorite, but it was the only one I could tolerate ever. That was so good, it that was, guacamole. Yeah. Was, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, you know the one. It was so good. But, and I'm not even a guacamole girl. Like, I'm just like, avocados need to not. People went gaga for avocados in the early 2010s. They're still. And, no, still they big. started in 2010s, I would say. Like, I feel like they were not, like, a thing growing up. Maybe my family just never ate them. I don't know. Because they were ch- chowing down on cheese. Right. It was a cheese thing. And Tune into our Patreon. You've got some really fun content coming your way soon. But the avocados were not, like, a thing. And now people are like, avocado on everything. Avocado toast. Avocado on your turkey sandwich. And this and that. And I'm like, stop ruining shit with this wet grass fruit. And that is the tea. How have we not faced an avocado shortage? Are we going to find out that there's... There has been. There has? Okay. I think there was. I think there was one where, like... Or they, like, spiked in price because they were, like, something in Mexico happened. I'm just saying, I have a bad feeling that one day we're going to learn, like, the, the U.S. debt is like 30% cheese, 40% <laughs> avocado. It's oh, concerning. 1% <laughs> education. I get you. I think at one point it was weather related, but they've also had like... Um, mm, yeah, maybe it was um, Like salmonella or something yeah. where they had recall. Romaine lettuce always gets recalled for that, yep. I feel like. And romaine lettuce is actually really good lettuce. It's such a disappointment that it always gets recalled. And spinach. Mm. Uh, spinach gets... E. coli. I don't. Yeah, it might be E. coli. I don't remember what the exact disease is. I'm yeah. just saying, like, what gets recalled often. Wash your hands. Yeah. Quit putting your poopy hands on my lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> what if you don't have toilet paper and you need something to wipe with? That's where the lettuce comes in. That's so That's gross. disgusting. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Emily and I had a conversation recently, and Ken, we would like you to weigh in about spinach we she said she always has a issue when she opens the bag of spinach do i wash it or do i just use it (laughs) why why do you think i'm gonna be helpful at all well like what would you think though like i don't know what the right answer is we don't know what it is but if i had if i was unsure and my choice was washing or not washing i'm gonna wash it's an extra step and you are dirtying a dish to wash it doesn't doesn't it come in a bag you just kind of spray the water in the bag Where's the, no dish. where's the water going to drain out of? Why do you need to drain it? You're going to take the spinach out anyways. Well, you have to drain it. <laughs> so I what? have an answer. <laughs> if you bought pre-washed bagged spinach, it will probably only need a quick rinse to freshen it up. Who washed it? Give me their name. I don't This is according them. to BBC Good Food. In contrast, however, loose okay, so spinach I- needs, to, needs thorough washing in a colander to remove dirt and grit. Okay, so I will say... 
when I think of washing, I just think of rinsing. Yes, yes that's correct. Yeah. Oh, a rinse. Okay. Yes, but like, okay, but then when you take it like into a colander, it's like a little bit more like intricate because you like you do rinse it underwater, but you kind of like separate the leaves out. And stuff. So you have to massage it. Yes. Kind of like rub it out. Yeah, you got to rub it out. Rub water out for the spinach. Hmm. Wow. I like spinach when it's cooked. I don't like spinach when it's not. Yeah, because spinach doesn't have much of a flavor. So when it gets cooked into things, I'm all for it. I'm like, here we go. This is great. I feel good because I'm feel- eating fucking vegetables. But when I eat spinach raw, it's disgusting. You're going to eat it right out of the can. Has Popeye not never had you anything? I've never had canned spinach. Have you? Well, no, he hasn't. Canned spinach is just like what you had in your pasta the other day. Yeah. It's just cooked down spinach in mm. a canned version. Is it like saltier? Because like you know, usually like canned items have like like preservatives in it to keep it. Shouldn't be. Hmm. No, I've just never had it. Like I'm just asking. Yeah. I mean, like if you go to the store and you buy frozen spinach, have you ever had frozen spinach? Nope. Okay, so that's basically what we had the other night, but it's cooked down and it's like a a hard cube of spinach, and then you thaw it. Okay, I liked what we had the other night, cooked into my food, so I could not taste the spinach. <laughs> that's what I like. So you like it when vegetables are cooked into things that you can't taste? Only if they're a vegetable that you can't taste. There's some vegetables that you can taste. Carrots? I'm not a cooked carrot girly. Um, like, I'll eat it in soup and stews and stuff. I was about but... to say, you go ballistic you, with the carrots in, your, in the soup. Okay. I don't go ballistic. I just also <laughs> add them to soups and stews. But I don't like, like, just cooked carrots, like steamed carrots. Like, I don't like the flavor. I'm going to sneak so many veggies. What veggies are you trying to sneak in? I guess you'll know or you won't know. What, like, what, what are flavorless veggies? Name every single flavorless veggie. Veggies have flavor, but if you incorporate them properly, you can't even tell that they're there. For so then what's the point of them? To give you nutrition. So, so give you- me an example of what you would cook into something. Okay. Emily's like, D- okay, 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 okay. So if I was making... Mac and cheese. No, no broccoli. Absolutely not. I didn't say broccoli. Just checking. You might. I don't even want to tell you this because you're going to be like not eating my food. But you might cook down some squash. No! And you puree squash it. Squash has a fucking flavor. Which one? All of Wait, them. No. Which they one? They are disgusting. They no. have a scent. They smell. No. Yeah. You've never cooked squash before in your fucking life. Yeah, correct. Because I've smelled it. <laughs> I don't want to eat that. No squash. Next. No eggplant. Next. Yes, eggplant. Okay. No. I will say eggplant has the least flavor of anything. Eggplant takes on eggplant the flavor has of whatever you Less flavor than spinach cooked? It's a hot take. It's a vegetable and a, and a, a leaf. I feel mm-hmm. like they're different. I think, too, eggplant to me, it's consistency. It's like, well, yeah, you gotta. Anyway. That's the consistency. <laughs> doesn't matter it's true what were we how did we get on this topic i have no fucking clue how we got here i never know how we get to any of our topics how do we get to vegetables oh spinach and before spinach oh, oh. avocado it was all the it was Libby. avocado that's Libby is right all because right we get there equal i think yep yeah Good. point being avocados trash eggplants trash squash trash and wash your lettuce and wash your lettuce if you want your hands dish. but if you don't want to you don't have to but you probably should yeah. I think I rinse pretty much everything. Yeah, but I not eat. the lettuce for tacos, though. No, I don't do that. You're right. Like, if it's shredded lettuce in a bag, I don't. 
stick around with it. But I have heard horror stories of people finding spiders in their bags of lettuce, so... Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yep, that happens. Um, there was no. a lady who yep. went to a chain restaurant and got... Called. <laughs> she went to where? Applebee's? We talk so much we shit about all, Applebee's on this fucking podcast. We have trashed Applebee's. What if they just don't want them to sue us? And be well, like, they're going to sue us? Slander. It's our fucking expense. Allegedly. There was yes. A, in your opinion, there allegedly. Was a lizard in a salad. <gasps> because, like down in Florida or somewhere? Yes. Allegedly. Is this one of those things, though, where, like, people bring in shit and just drop it in their food and say, oh, look. Right. Like, wasn't Maybe. that a huge hoax where someone thought they had like a like a finger, finger in, in like a jar of soup? Yeah. yeah. Was like, I forget where it was, but I know exactly what you're talking they, about. They like planted a finger in their own soup and their own finger. No, no, I, I don't. Know. It was it, <laughs> it was their it own matter? finger. They're like, no one's going to figure this out. <laughs> He's up to the judge, and he's like, Sir, we don't know how the finger ends the <laughs> All I'm saying is if it's his own finger, that's weird. But if it's someone else, we have a crime on our hands. Sir, I'm less concerned about the finger in my soup as I am about how they got my finger. <laughs> I'm willing to drop the charges of the finger in the soup. If someone takes responsibility <laughs> for my for finger. my finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's so true. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> it could be like that, but I, I I'm guessing the lizard came with the salad mix. But the lizard came in the salad too? <laughs> patreon we talk dirty over there talk dirty to me allegedly <laughs> in my opinion oh, oh my god that's so funny huh. applebee's is trash allegedly oh yeah it's <laughs> disgusting allegedly <laughs> what were you saying to me today oh we have a bunch of new uk listeners uk listeners <gasps> or they're just the same ones who's still listening we don't know Either way, thank you, UK listeners who are tuning in. And here's a hot tip from your friendly American weird podcast. Don't go to Applebee's. Unless they sponsor us. You can't actively tell them not to go somewhere. All right, fine. Allegedly, Applebee's isn't the best. In my opinion! It's freedom of speech! You can't just throw allegedly in completely out of context. I said in my opinion, allegedly! If there was a Chili's and an Applebee's next to each other... Chili's! Chili's, yes, definitely. Fucking Chili's. Oh, we were there the other night. Oh. The Presidente Margaritas. You are so fucked up. Here's what happened, okay? I go, Ken, like, I'm so excited to read my book when I get home. I'm reading really good book, and he's like... We're not gonna watch are my like the show we're watching. We're watching one of us is lying, and I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, that, I guess we that can. Aged poorly, okay? yeah, it did age poorly. poorly. So he's like, I he's like, oh my god, like I wanted to watch it. I was like, okay, fine, I'll just like read it till you're ready to come to bed and like re- watch it. First thing he does, he lays down, and I'm like, are you gonna turn on the TV? And he's like, I'm going to sleep. Zonks out. And I was like, after all the shit you gave me at Chili's, that we I was wanting to read a book, but Chili's was so good. I had the fajitas. And I could, I was so hungry. I still have leftovers. Are, are those still mm-hmm. good? Oh, you didn't throw them away? No. So You're I not had. not moldy yet. <laughs> I it was. have to be moldy for her to throw things <laughs> That's away. That's true. So hungry that I got all three meats and it was really good. And we had gone to this really cool bar beforehand. 
And very cool. Yeah, it was like explain it. Like it taps on the wall. And you you get a little pass key. Like a, like a card. Like it's like a debit card or like, like a hotel, card. like a hotel. Or key like card. a Dave and Buster's yeah. card, right? Hotel key card. Yeah. You just swipe it over the tap, and it keeps track of how much you pour, and you're mm-hmm. pretty much pay by ounce. Yeah, and you it was actually really cheap. A. And B, you guys liked it, right? It was good yeah, drinks. Very good. So good. Yeah, you said they had a pineapple cider. It was delicious. I they love had a pineapple and cider. Cream ale I used that to. was very good. Ooh. Yes, it mm. was so good. Yeah, it was we gotta fun. go to the other location sometime because it's bigger. Mm. There's more that you could try. But we went Champagne, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne, France, maybe would be the better option. That's what Champagne's named after, like the drink. Well, yeah, but we're. Trying to throw them off the rhythm. Champagne. Who's going to assume New Mexico for champagne? <laughs> Not when me. they Google champagne and New Mexico, New Mexico doesn't pop up. But Is there a champagne New Mexico? <laughs> I don't think about I, it. I'm going to take the no. <laughs> Either way, we went for music bingo, which was a lot of fun. What pops up when you Google champagne New Mexico? A winery. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't put a comma, so let's try a comma. <laughs> No, no, no comma yes. was necessary. Because yes, Google's like, <laughs> no comma? I'll exclude all these then. <laughs> they couldn't possibly mean that. Yeah. Well, it's up and coming. <laughs> the Champagne, New Mexico area. <laughs> oh my God. Why did I meet up? Up her life, uproot her life, and just moved to New Mexico. Well, she found a nice little patch of land. <laughs> Called she, started her own, she started her own town. <laughs> sometimes she spells it like the drink. Sometimes she spelled it spells it with A-I-N-E. Depends on how autocorrect is feeling that yeah. day. <laughs> Champion. Champagne. Ken, I want to know what we're talking about today. You have any guesses? Okay, listen. We You drunkenly told me two odd topics. <gasps> Well, yeah, I'm sure that means a lot. That you were considering. And one, I did give you a little lecture on. I said, I think this is longer than a one-parter. When did this happen? After Chili's? At Chili's, but thank you. you it's not my fault when you, you that you don't tune in sometimes. As 33.333%, I need to know what those two Okay, so the are. two topics you gave me were Echo Chambers okay. or Ruby Ridge. And I said, Ruby Ridge is a huge topic. Like, I'd be shocked if you can do it in one episode. Like, I think it might take multiple episodes. He's like... Oh, you underestimate my power. Blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, like I just know it's a super big topic. Like I would, I mean, it's very interesting. I'm really excited to hear about it. But I was just chewing mint gum and I took a sip of Sprite and I was like, ah, sassy. You know what gum always made me feel like that? Big red. No, five gum. What's it like to feed to chew five gum? Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Oh, commercials. my God, I forgot about those commercials completely. Because they don't they were make all five over gum the place. anymore, right? I don't know. Do they make I five? couldn't tell you the last I time I saw five gum. talked about this. We huh. talked about this. Not with me, you didn't. Yeah, huh? Whatever happened? We did, just ta- we did just watch an Orbitz commercial earlier tonight. Janice Dickinson. With Janice Dickinson. It was an awful commercial. For all the shit she talks on America's Next Top Model. It looks like it was gone for a while, but it's back. Hmm. It was discontinued. Cool. So what company, right? Like, was that not their only product? Excellent question. Let's look. I don't think they're owned by Wrigley. Wrigley. Are they? Yep. Well, there you go. I guess that's how it... So I wonder if they were originally Wrigley or if Wrigley bought them, like, bought it and then 
produced it again? I don't know. Where did you find it was Wrigley? I typed in what company owns Five Gum. <laughs> Wrigley's, yep, Five Gum. Hmm. You can get a 15 pack for $20 on Amazon. Ooh. Oh, it's on the bottom of their website here. They should make that clearer. Difficult okay. to find. All right, Ken, so what are we talking about today? Give us the, a real I thought you were going to guess. I thought that's how we... I did. I said I, I guessed Echo Chambers or Ruby Ridge, but I don't know. Okay. You're going to talk about a paranormal situation. Experience that experience. you've dealt with personally. <laughs> well, no. In an asylum. You're going to talk about a paranormal asylum. All right. Well, neither of those have a cue. I don't believe that cue bullshit for a minute. <laughs> Quintilian Maximilius. You just looked up something with Q. I'm not even on Google. You just made up that name. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, I just made up that Excellent. name. Excellent. It is Echo Chambers. My, it is Echo Chambers? Oh, cool. Cool. I'm really excited. I've been requesting this episode for some time now. Echo Chambers. Yeah, you're going to hate it because there's math. <sighs> Super. I, I stayed away from it, but I could have gone really math heavy if I wanted to. I just Thank want you. you to know that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't doubt it's going to be a great episode. Math just scares me. So. Well, I tend to observe in math, not absorb, for my inspirational math quote. Emily's going to fucking kill me. There's every episode, she gives me a look at one point where she's like, I will kill you after this episode. Daggers. There was one, what was it, last last week where you said, I'm going to strangle you. Oh, yeah, it was last week on the Patreon. Oh. It was a really fun episode. Guys, Patreon. Spooky, scary, skeptical podcast. There's a reason that shit's behind a paywall. Yeah. So. And if you want to know why, Spooky, scary, skeptical podcast on Patreon. Then tell us about echo chambers. So an echo chamber is a biased social media experience that eliminates or significantly reduces contrary opinions. These tailored experiences occur throughout the internet, although they can prop up or be constructed in different ways depending on the platform. Italian researchers studied these different platforms with over 100 million pieces of social media content across Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, and Gab in a comparative analysis on the spread of information and the creation of echo chambers. Cool. I've never heard of Gab, but I had not either. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. The rest of them I'd heard of, obviously. So I specifically put, put this in there for... Anyone else who is unaware of Gab. Mm -hmm. But Gab is a social media service that claims to promote free speech, individual liberty, the free flow of information online, and Christian values. Oh my god. It was one... Tell me why this isn't the beginning of a cult. (laughs) It was one of the platforms, among a few, used to help plan January 6th. Yeah, that's exactly what I figured. That's exa- oh, I was picturing God. like militia, militia. Yes, it's QAnon. It's known as the home of the alt right. Yeah, a whole bunch of proud boys. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Oof, oof. Yeah, so that's that. So yes, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Gab are the four. N- not what I was picturing for an echo chamber. I was picturing like a vessel made out of metal. Oh, you were picturing like a physical thing for echo chambers? Yeah. Well, well, the, that's where the the name comes from. Oh, so it is a thing. Yes. Yes. 
Okay. Like, because you where the sound like, where, where sound waves bounce off the walls and are redirected to you. Yeah. Right. Yes. So whatever you say bounces back to you. Hmm. In yes. agreement. So okay. You'd be like, "I'm beautiful. You're beautiful." You know how echoes work. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> Thank you. Where is that from? The Grinch. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> Dinner with myself. I can't cancel that again. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Wallow in self-loathing. <laughs> I'm booked. I'm booked. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Loathe entirely. <laughs> okay. So to perform this study, these Italian researchers focused on controversial topics such as abortion, gun control, vaccination, etc. Et so very yeah. polarizing topics. They then defined for or against opinions as either plus or minus one. And then averaged all of a user's creations on a given social media platform to determine that individual's leaning on the topic. Hmm. So if there was a user who posted a Reddit page with a story that was pro X, they'd get either a plus one or minus one, depending on how they mm-hmm. aligned it. So pro Vax will give it a plus one. Okay. And... You know, so if they commented pro-vax, they get another plus one. Maybe they had a comment that was less pro-vax, maybe got a minus one. Hmm. They took all of their contributions, averaged it to determine how strongly they were either for or against Mm. vaccination. Okay, so like if it was someone who was like maybe having a conversation with someone else and like talking out the pros and cons. Correct, they'd be more neutral. They'd be more neutral, okay. But if someone was just always harping on one side of it right like no you have to be vaccinated mm-hmm. you have to yeah okay right yes so they did that right across their 100 million data points for all the users um what an interesting research topic yeah. yes the next step was to determine the general leaning of each user's neighborhood or the users they are most likely to interact, interact with. with okay and then depending on the service or platform they were studying They had to define that a little bit differently. So on Twitter, the neighborhood is effectively who they follow and their followers. Mm -hmm. Their their friend their friend circle basically. Right. For other platforms, especially like Reddit, the neighborhood was created from users who commented on the same post or replied to each other's comments. Mm. So it wasn't necessarily on what which Reddit page they were on. Correct. Or like yeah. Okay. The researchers then plotted user leanings against their neighborhood leanings. So if you were very pro-vax, mm-hmm. right, you'd be on the right of the x-axis. Mm-hmm. And then if your neighbors were also all very pro-vax, right, they'd be plotted mm-hmm. very high. Mm-hmm. Or if you were very pro-vax, but your neighbors were anti-vax, right, mm-hmm. you'd be way over to the right, but low. Okay, well, so would that ever... Like, I could see that being a thing because I could see, like, someone who being being pro-vax and then following a bunch of anti-vaxxers just to fucking argue with them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so it puts them really far on the pro. Yeah. But on the flip side, they're friends with a bunch of anti-vaxxers just because they want to fucking comment and be like, you're fucking wrong. Control them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the researchers didn't find that when they plotted oh, oh, the data. Oh, okay. They found very interesting results depending on the different social media platforms. Mm. So Facebook and Twitter had two very clear point masses on either end of the spectrum, and it was very, very linear. Mm. So people who were very pro or very against 
all have the same friend groups. Had very similar friend groups. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So you saw same social point circles. masses that were very much aligned. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Reddit and Gab, however, only had a single point mass, and they are aligned opposite from each other. Okay. So, so. like Reddit had a single point mass that was biased, leaning one way, and then Gab itself had a single point mass biased leaning the other way right so you have the very right leaning and left leaning platforms and how is that different from the because facebook and twitter had both they had two different point masses Hmm. right so they had representatives from both groups but very separate and distinct from each other you're not getting nope nope sorry uh let me pull up the graph i feel like he's trying to tell me something while you're looking that up when the light flickered just now my headphone made a little staticky noise i was like I wonder if it's like Stranger Things when there's like the other side is contacting you. But isn't that weird? Or there's like a magnetic field. Probably Henry or an entity. If you're here with us, make the static. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is Facebook, mm-hmm. right? You have the two completely different point masses. Okay. So give me an example. Like how does that work? Like so, so that's anti-vax. One's anti-vax. One's pro-vax. Correct. So let's say and pro-vax is the. I forget what they actually used. That's fine. I don't. And care, they yeah. studied different topics for each okay. one too. So I forget what it was explicitly, but for and we'll for be posting the example, this on the Instagram too, so you guys can all see. For the example, we'll just assume it's vaccination. Plus one's pro, mm-hmm. minus one's negative. So the individual leaning is the x-axis. Okay. Right? So, right, individuals are very, this one I think is abortion because it's so very, you're oh, either, okay. right, there's very little middle ground. Mm-hmm, you're sure. either pro, against. So folks who are pro have a neighborhood that is also very pro. Okay, versus so the their anti, whole social circle. Okay. Right, okay. and the anti, same thing. If you, the individual is very anti, their neighborhood is also very, very anti. Okay. And it is very, very stark. Okay. Twitter, I think Twitter was vaccination, which is why I think we see it's a little bit less. There's a little bit more more gray gray area around it. But you still see the two very distinct. Like, if you're pro it, your social circle is probably also very pro. Mm -hmm. And if you're anti, your social circle is also very anti. Okay. But then we go to Reddit and Gab, right? Where Reddit is left leaning. All right, definitely they're in alignment with each other, but there's only that single point mass. Yeah. Right? There's no so how does right that work? leaning. Because, like, what was the topic there? Like, uh, I forget. I forget what so it was. So let's say it's vaccinations. How does that work? All right. So, right, there's only anti-vaccine, okay. which is not very Reddit, but... Okay, let's just say Reddit's only anti-vax. Right. So there's no pro... Oh, I understand. So there's no pro-vax right. there. Right, exactly. Oh, I see. And Gab is similar, but they, they're they right-leaning. So they're right-leaning. So they're all very pro-vax or whatever, but... Yeah, right. We have the wrong topics. Yeah, I know. Wrong groups, topics but... for the groups, but same concept. Yes. Okay. So uh, that basically, there's no oppos- oppositions in both right. in Gab and Reddit. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Thank you for showing me the picture. And we will be posting that on our Instagram. I just uh, needed the visual. Ken always covers very intelligent topics. and he- Well, do you want to see the math formulas? No. He <laughs> very kindly has to dumb it down for me, so. Please not fucking please no. Please not fucking please no. The researchers then used an epidemic model to analyze the spread of information across these four platforms. Mm. So while a traditional epidemic model studies the spread of a disease through a community and each individual member's health status, such as susceptible, infected, or recovered, 
it can be translated to the world of information sharing by translating each status. So this is a common S. That's very clever. Yeah, it's an SIR model is what they call it. Okay. For susceptible, infected, recovered. I've heard of an SIR model. I just never knew what it was. Really? Very clever. So Once again, I observed a lot in math. (laughs) Did not absorb. (laughs) Sorry, um, it's going down in history. (laughs) I love that quote. No. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, what you... Explained it as was absolutely perfect and accurate. I know that. (laughs) But when it applies to math, also accurate. So for our translations, susceptible is the equivalent of an individual who is unaware of certain news or rumor. Infected means that you recently made aware and are actively spreading it. Right, you're as mm-hmm. actively gossiping about it. Mm-hmm. And then recovered... At me next time, how about that? And recovered would be, you are aware of the news, but you're no longer actively spreading it. Okay. Okay, so it's Emily learning about the news, me hot gossiping about it, and you already know about it and moved on. Yep. Got it. Perfect. That's kind of our personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with a given user as a seed the researchers ran the model to calculate the average leaning of their set of influence or the set of other users in the recovered state at the end. Okay, so give me an example. So let's say you're the user that's being used for the seed for this run. Mm -hmm. They will say, okay, Libby just shared some news article that's... Saying... Provax, right? You shared a Provax. What they that would then do is, bre- is run their model to see how many people you would likely reach and what are the leanings of their people. Mm-hmm. So are you reaching other people who are not pro who, or anti-vax? So like I have 100 friends. We're going to see how my friends are leaning. Correct. And then we see how their friends, how their friends are leaning? It, it all depends on like the parameters they put for the model, yes. Okay. So if they have... Right, if the infection runs very long and it's a high likelihood mm-hmm. that it's going to spread, right, it would reach a lot of your friends, but then also their friends. So they okay. can play around with the parameters a little bit to see how impactful. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, this might be a dumb question and it might be completely off topic, but I'm a dumbass, so I don't know the answer. What? Yes, I am. Don't hurt my feelings like that. Don't take this from me. <laughs> so on Facebook, when they had that like big lawsuit a couple years ago, where they were saying like they were pumping information into people, like false information into people to try and like. I don't know anything about. Okay, that. maybe I'm like not. Maybe I'm not. Well, I don't accurate. know if it was false, but I think that they were taking information, putting it out there, and I thought, seeing I who thought bit it was it users' what. privacy, but I, I really don't know. Okay, wait, no. But what were you saying? She. Like, they would put bits of information out there to see what people would bite at, to see what they would read more into or were more interested in. I don't know if it was... No? No, 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 yeah. I was like, maybe, yeah, I might be wrong. But basically, it's like, is it that you're more likely to be friends with people who are, like, have the same political status as you? Well, yeah, that's what the last... That's what the last study just pretty much proved. Yeah. Okay. How does that work, though? Most people have, what, 200, 300 friends? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're a small percentage. Yeah. 
So even if it's like your parents and then your aunts and uncles and they all have the same belief system, it's a very small percentage mm-hmm. of... And don't forget, they're also oh. studying who you actually interact with. I was just going to say, oh, they right. cu- that's what it is. Facebook would curate your page, to like your timeline, to see the things that you would agree with. Correct. That's what it is. Oh, that's okay. what I was thinking of. So like, this is the entire topic of your conversation. It's all coming to me now. Sorry. But that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's like, so even if I have like relatives or someone who disagrees with my political views or whatever on Facebook, like let's say I have an anti-vaxxer relative and I'm pro-vax, I'm not going to see their fucking anti-vaxxer post because I'm not going to give it at the time of day. Like I'm not even going to glance at it, look at it, share it. But then there's some people who are probably a little bit argumentative who like like to see those and mm-hmm. comment on them. So they do interact with it in a different way. But yeah. Okay. It's all coming to me. Thank you. I just You're really welcome. needed to talk that out with myself. But I do know that was a Facebook thing. That's what I was trying to think of. Hmm. But the user data is also a thing. And what you were saying is also a thing. Fuck social media. Am I right? <laughs> Instagram's all just ads now. And is memes. Influencers? No, no. Ads. Like... Like legit ads, like, like actual ads. Yeah, I always get Ooh. like chewy. I get chewy sometimes, uh-huh. and I'll get oh, Hello Fresh or shit like yeah, that. Like, stuff oh. like okay. I get like weird. I get like boutiques a lot. Oh, for all the boutique shopping you do. Yes, <laughs> but at Amazon, I do get Amazon ads. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, but I do get a lot of memes. I I swear I don't see many pictures of people. So if you guys are posting on Instagram and I'm not liking them, it's not your fault. My Instagram feed's not showing me. Well, I, I don't get well they're not showing anymore. it to you because you don't like them to begin with. It's true because I laugh at the memes. I scroll through memes. A lot of people post on their stories. That is a thing now. I don't. I don't either. <sighs> I post on our... The only time I post on the stories is for this podcast. Yeah. Well, I officially don't have any social media that I use at all. Good yeah, you cut yourself completely off. So is that kind of what prompted this too? You're like, oh, I need I need to research about, about <laughs> Reddit get my fix <laughs> no not really i'm so proud of you that is such an accomplishment and i'm so jealous of you yeah that's impressive i think i just keep instagram mostly for the pictures i have on there at this point and for the pod the pod is the only social media that i really probably interact with yeah the most well you don't have tiktok no nope. you said you're gonna get rid of it so you don't get spoilers one of us has to have tiktok <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on TikTok till January 30th. And not really January, February 1st. Well, when, people do have to get when do the pre-reads come out, though? They've been out, but they can't do spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like the ARCs. Oh. Advanced reader copies. Yeah, but as soon as 30th hits. What is that? ARCs? We've um, ta- she's talked about ARCs. Has she? Yes, yeah, I don't know if I've talked about it on the pod, though. Uh, um, well, maybe not on the pod. An ARC is a book that, that like authors let out about, like, hmm three to six months prior to the release date and you can sign up and like they they send them out to sometimes influencers but also just regular people and they give their feedback so it's not necessarily a final copy because it's an advanced reader's copy so like that with pretty much every media at mm -hmm. all yeah and then there's usually like review embargoes so like they'll send them to reviewers Uh right but then depending on the product like they'll say we'll send this to you but you can't release any reviews until okay. x date and it's usually tied to the release date so in and the video game world it's like oh they're not letting any reviews come out until a week after the game releases because it's, it's a, a shitty game, game. yeah, yeah. Hmm. or like oh the embargo ends when the game releases so they're going to get all their pre-orders in and mm-hmm. that's a bad sign too so. i didn't know anything about this that's wild yeah so how do you get on the list 
I think you can just sign up through different pub. I don't know, actually. But the thing is, that's not guaranteed to be guaranteed to be final copy because i could be like i read this and this is what i didn't like or this is you know it's kind of it's they're not, not changing any if they're just if it's it a if it's offensive it might be changed but usually by that point too they've gone through um sensitivity readers yeah, that but would be a critical failure yeah uh, you'd be surprised still books get published I would think, though, too, that they would be potentially worth something someday because you have this many people yeah there's a stamp book. on the front that says arc on it you know so i don't know yeah you i don't know i don't know we got way off topic ken continue okay that's right the italian researchers calculated the average leaning of an individual user's set of influence and then once again plotted them against each other okay so i'm just gonna i'm not gonna even try to explain it i'll just go straight to the pictures because that's he learned his lesson everyone we love a picture we love a visual I have been begging for this topic, too, because I find it so fascinating and disturbing all at once. All right. It's interesting. So similar to the last analysis, it's, again, very similar between Facebook and Twitter, and where if you're leaning a particular way, mm-hmm. the people you're Interacting reaching with, yeah. or reaching with anything you post is also very biased towards that same leaning. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Gab or Reddit, doesn't really matter who you are. The people you're reaching is that single entity we saw in the prior analysis, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're very pro, it doesn't matter. You're going to get the very anti-minded Reddit. And then, Wait, why would you get the opposite? Well, because Reddit, there's only, right? Like, Reddit's primarily the anti. So even if you're pro, you're still just speaking out to a whole bunch of anti Oh, I understand. There's only one topic right. on Gab and Reddit. Right. Or, like, one belief. One belief. But then if you go to Gab, right, regardless of who you are, you're going to reach out to pretty much all the pro people. Mm. Got it. So if you were... Depending on the topic. Depending on the topic. We right, should, we right, should right. specify that. Yes. Right. So if you were picking between Reddit and Gab... Uh-huh. And you had so you would either go lip, like right wing or would left you wing, right? right? Would you go to the one where everyone's going to agree with you, or would you go to the one where everyone's going to call you an idiot and for sure stomp mm-hmm. on you? Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So that one has a little bit of choice. Whereas if you go to Twitter and Facebook, it's almost more insidious because you think it's unbiased, but you're being pumped. What we just said about Facebook, where exactly you're access to all the thing of people that you agree with. Like if you're not interacting with certain people in their posts. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see them. Right. Yeah. So this wasn't surprising to me. I used to use Reddit. I n- knew it was very liberally biased. Ah, oh, that is so sinister. The, I've right? the Facebook and Twitter. It, it does disturb me. Like, I knew what echo chambers were, but that is, the more mm-hmm. you think about it, it's awful disturbing. Yeah. Yes. I, that That's almost the scarier part is especially, right, you think it's the whole internet. I'm getting an unbiased view. Right. But really, it's biased by your own thoughts and opinions, and it helps reinforce it. Yeah. And we'll get into more in, of that a little That's bit later. So interesting. But on the topic of Reddit and Gab, wanted to bring up the topic of a hive mind. And a hive mind, as defined by Merriam-Webster, is the collective thoughts, ideas, and opinions of a group of people regarded as functioning together as a single mind. Yes. So that's common on Reddit. You refer to the Reddit hive mind, mm-hmm. right? Because they all share. I well, I shouldn't say they all share a common belief, but majority the majority do, and it's kind of by that 
right? If you know you're going to, right, it's kind of self-selecting. If you know people are going to agree with you, that's where you're going to flock. Yeah. So it naturally grows. But then you also have, and well, this isn't... if it's a hive mind too, you're drowning out the opposers either way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have the upvote and downvote system. Mm-hmm. So common thoughts and opinions are emphasized with upvotes, and any dissenting opinions are buried and kind of dissuaded and discouraged with downvotes. And they don't... And you don't get seen. And if you show up, right, if you show up late enough as just a neutral user, you won't even see the downvotes. So mm-hmm. you just show up and like, oh... Everyone, everyone's saying right. this is wrong or this is right, etc. Which so you of just course show is going to affect your ego and mentality and everything about you because you're going to be like, of course I'm right because look at everyone on the internet saying I'm right. Right. Or, if you don't recognize that it's an echo chamber, if you don't correct. recognize that, or if you're truly coming or, into it like I don't know what to think, but you only see one side of it. Yeah. But it's perceive right you perceive it as oh everyone's saying so i must be right so that must be what it is yeah right and right i use that to my advantage all the time reddit is also unique in where it has the subreddits where they're specifically geared towards different communities so for fandoms it's the perfect like oh that was a bullshit call let me go check reddit and right it's all the fans who are extremely biased all saying yes it was a bs call hmm. but then you go to every team subreddit but if you go to the like if you the chiefs and the new england patriots are playing each other right you go to the Chiefs subreddit they'll say there was a bs call you go to the patriots subreddit they'll say like, oh that finally was, yeah, you're getting the call exactly um but the other thing that i love about reddit and all the different communities is if you go to every individual team community there's also like a broad nfl community as well but every single individual team community, there'll always be references to uh, the NFL subreddit's terrible. They're so biased against insert, uh, us, regardless of what team you're in. So there's 32 <laughs> teams in the NFL. All saying that it's biased against you. Yes. Hmm. And it's just that you go and it's the confirmation bias of... You have your opinion that in your subreddit is the golden the golden god or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you go, and the second you see anything that's partially contrary, you're so used to always being, you're right, you're right, you're right. You see something that says, maybe you're not right, or there's at least a different view. It's like, oh, it's because they hate us. Yeah. And it's very interesting. It is. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to jump ahead, because maybe you're going to answer this. But are you going to talk about how we can get unbiased information? A little bit. A little bit. We'll talk a little bit about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is so interesting. I've wanted this topic for some time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm loving this. It's so interesting to me. And terrifying? Well, that's exactly why I asked my question. Because it's like, so where do I go? Is there anywhere that's reputable? Safe? I know. Well, I think the, yeah. And I think the first thing is really just acknowledging, acknowledging it and recognizing and that. taking a step back and making sure right making sure you find something that says or has a different viewpoint mm-hmm. yeah that's true it's a really yeah honestly recognizing right? and if you actively one. look for it and still can't find anything then maybe that's a better sign mm-hmm. but most cases you probably will be able to see a second opinion and try to have an open mind yeah and honestly like it's a good reminder too just for us like on the research that we do like mm-hmm. yeah you know and i mean we always cite our sources knowing that if someone disagrees they can look at the sources that we used and maybe they could provide a second source or whatever mm-hmm. but it is a good i mean honestly acknowledging the problem is the first step 
I mean, that's kind of like why, and not to be political about news and stuff, but like, that's why I always, I'm very pro BBC here in America, because it's like, gives you more of a worldview and you're not hearing all the bullshit. Like, and it's just kind of like a step removed from American politics to get a little bit more like unbiased information because they're not really involved. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They judge us, but they don't give a shit, you know, mm-hmm. either way. So I don't know. Like, that's kind of how I feel, but I don't know that there is a right yeah. answer. And then some things you have to look out for, too, are programs or pieces that try to fake an unbiased opinion. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of news shows, right? Like, especially the Fox News or, um, what's the other? Like, CNN. both sides do it. So CNN, um, MSNBC. Right. They'll, they'll have their panel of, like, Right, mostly Republicans sure. or mostly liberals, but then you'll have the one token from the other party. Uh-huh. But they're kind of like designed to, like, oh, we're totally unbiased. We have people from both sides, mm. but, but it's, it's like, kind of like the token person that they beat up on. Right. To, they don't really have a voice or opinion. Right. Yeah. And if they are, they're kind of mocked for it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It is. Is this just how you live your life, just in like skepticism of everyone and everything? <laughs> it's honestly like. I love your skepticism. It's scary and sad and exhausting too. You know, like that like we can't just trust the world. You know what I mean? But I'm glad that you're teaching us these things because I mean it's useful, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, I'm so sorry. We keep interrupting this, but I no, think we're getting good discussions good. out of this. Absolutely. We're gonna run this back and be like, why the fuck were they still talking? Shut the fuck up, let Ken talk. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I'm gonna dive into is just a little bit more on the main problem that stems from echo chambers. And that's when users' opinions are echoed back to them, their personal belief system is reinforced, and therefore Mm. more likely to be considered as fact. Sure. So you start off with opinion, but as you... Of course. Keeps coming back to you, it kind of molds it. As fact. As fact. Kind of like the... Inside inside out! out. Thank you! You know exactly where my brain's going. These facts and opinions look so similar. (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's so true and that's especially true if there isn't any exposure to any differing beliefs or opinions Mm -hmm. right if that's the only thing that's there then it has to be true i think that's also why like it's really i like to surround myself obviously around very intelligent people to encourage no (laughs) intelligent people who can at least minimally like argue an opposite belief to you is really important like i mean like obviously both this is this podcast does this you know where we all kind of have different beliefs sometimes about certain topics but i mean and i i understand having an echo chamber but like sometimes it's like there are certain people in my life where i'm like and you know they're friends and stuff and it's like i totally respect your opinion we might disagree on something but i respect your opinion and can appreciate you regardless of that you know and it also is good to hear the other side even if in the end i don't agree with what you said it's good to hear both sides of it. I don't know. So thank you both for being intelligent human beings that I get to surround myself with and your op- opposing thoughts sometimes. And it helps. Sure, and what, honestly, what's in it for us? <laughs> I don't know. You just drag this dumbass along. You're like, come on, kiddo. No, I, I really appreciate it. I think it's important to uh, hear. It. And sometimes too, it's like it's just like talking it out. Like there might be a med- middle ground on some topics, you know, where it's like. Oh, I totally hear you. Like, well, here's my opinion. Oh, I hear you too. Like, that's interesting, you know, or I don't know. I've cha- I mean, I've changed my mind based on shit you guys have told me before. I'm like, oh, I like it, you know? Ken was just saying he the other day he changed his mind on orbs, which was very <laughs> <laughs> Ken, 
Brenda. Nice try. That was very, very clever. Very clever. She was trying. <laughs> raisin Bran socks. I am wearing oh my, my Raisin Bran socks. Emily got me Raisin Bran socks for my birthday. They match your sweatshirt. Yeah, but it's like Barney purple. Yours is more Barney purple. <laughs> yeah. Raisins and Bran on them. See the Bran and the Raisin? God. It's so funny. What an abomination. They're amazing socks. All right, continue your story. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry you guys have no happiness in your life. All right, I have one other buzz phrase I say all the time. What do you think it's going to be? Wait, 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 I, I know pull? this. Oh, it's related to this. Correlation does not equal causation. No, that is that is a good one, but no, it's not what I had in mind. Is it one word or multiple it's words? It's a phrase. Oh, it's a phrase. A phrase. A buzz phrase that you say a lot? Yes, it's two words. Oh, oh. Maybe, um, correlation <laughs> does not... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but you're, you're going to say it. When I say it, you guys are going to roll your eyes. Yep. What's the first letter? C. What's the second letter? U. You can just tell What is it? Confirmation um, bias. There you go. Oh, yeah. Go. Confirmation bias. Yes. Confirmation <laughs> bias. So how do you think confirmation bias comes into play? Or do you want me to just tell you? Well, if you're hearing the same thing over and over that you agree with, it just confirms... Your your belief making yeah it's what you just kind of it's explain. what you kind of back explained. to the yeah. it's back to the whole where are you gonna go Reddit or to Gab mm -hmm. right and it depends on what your personal preference is because confirmation bias well, is the tendency for someone to only collect or emphasize information that is in alignment mm. with their presupposed belief and a tendency to avoid or ignore any evidence to the contrary right which so anything that makes no that growth. easy right. Yeah. Yeah, no growth. You're right. Yeah. So, I guess... And it's... Three, right, that's natural. That's a natural human yeah. thing that everyone does. Of course, yeah. That That's how homo sapiens were developed. Like, that's why we have a lot of xenophobia and stuff like that. Like, all of our little clans back in the day would all join together and, you know, you didn't trust mm -hmm. outsiders with the whole thing. Get that. With Gab and Reddit, my issue is to both of those, and again, I'm not on Gab and I'm not on Reddit, but to me, knowing if there's confirmation bias or like, you know, certain things that everyone's just going to agree with me on, it's sort of like to there's one extreme or the other extreme. Is there no middle? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, like, I mean, it's hard. There's certain, certain topics that are very polarized, but there's other ones that aren't super polarized. But it's like, how do you choose which one to go to? Because if I go to Gab, I'm going to hear one story uh, and it's always going to be that one really harsh mm -hmm. right-sided story. Or I go to Reddit and I see that re one really harsh left-sided story. How do you find a middle ground? Do you have to read both to come to your own middle ground? But then where do you share that? Or like, where does someone else hear that? Otherwise, you only, you're the only one in the whole wide world hearing the both thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, Am I, I just like emphasizing a problem? Like pretty, pretty much. Okay, you're like, yeah. We'll, we'll and... get into it a little bit. Okay, sorry. Later on, but we're we're jumping around this story. I'm very sorry, <laughs> but it's so interesting. It's I really like it. Yeah. So the the one thing that's challenging too is right. So humans have a tendency to play into this confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. So if you are a social media provider, no, and you know that people like. To the hear what they like they to like. hear, yeah. What do you think they did in order to make sure their right. platforms were more popular? Yep, well, absolutely. Just what we they, said about Facebook. Mm -hmm, they created algorithms to determine their users' interests, opinions, and beliefs, 
and then flooded them with all that light content. So just yep. making, right, just creating the problem, making it even worse. Of course. Because it keep, kept them engaged. Of course. You know, I had this space that I can go to, see all the things that I like to see. Why wouldn't I keep going back? So, I'm sorry, not to uh, continue interrupting you with more questions and thoughts, but not social media even. But, like, this obviously extends a little bit to, like, Google and other things, too. Because, like, we've talked about it before, the three of us, where we've all Googled something, the exact same thing, and we've all gotten different answers or results instantly. Like, I remember one time we Googled, what is the prince in Snow White's name? And I instantly got, like, the big answer at the top. Because those are what I read. I'm like, give me a big answer at the top, and that's what I've got. And you guys each got two different results, too. One of them was, like, one of you got Wikipedia, and one of you got something else that you had to, like, read into. Mine was, like, answer at the top. But they weren't even, like, the same name because there was more story behind it. So it's kind of like they do the same thing with Google, too. So it's almost like you can't even Google something without Mm -hmm. getting an answer that is biased to you and how you'd respond to it. Right? I don't, I don't know about Google. Okay. I don't know. Like, here, real quick, just Google it. Like, who? what's the Prince in Snow White's name? Well, you have to type in the same words. So, Prince in Snow White name. Good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. wait. Show me the... I got, as confirmed by Dave Smith, historian of the oh, Walt Oh, we Disney. all just got it. Oh, wait, no. Prince Florian? Yeah, I got the exact same thing. But look at, look at, the Prince, also known as Prince Florian, is a, nor- like, different top oh. result. I got the Prince Disney Wiki at Fandom. I got, yeah, Disney fandom. Mm-hmm. And I said, as confirmed by Dave Smith. Disneyprincess.fandom.com. Disneyfandom.com. Interesting. See what I mean, though? Like, And yours is my second result. Um, hmm. But it's just interesting to know that even Google kind of affects your results, you know? Yeah. Sorry, it's a little off topic. I just was like, that also mm-hmm. kind of, like, the when you were talking about the algorithm spitting out certain things, it's like, okay, well, here's, I know that Google does that, you know? Yeah. We've done that before. All right. So what I'm going to wrap up with, in response to the potential dangers of echo chambers, there are a few companies trying to open up the chamber with various features. Facebook modified its trending page to show multiple sources for any given headline with the intention to expose users with multiple perspectives. Hmm. And BuzzFeed News created an outside your bubble module to show various reactions from across the internet to the headline of the article, hoping to diversify the viewpoints the readers are exposed to. Interesting, but who's clicking it? That I can't tell you. You know, like, who's, like, running to hear the other people? Again, like you said, it's comforting to us Mm -hmm. to hear confirmation bias. So it's kind of hard to be like, I want to hear what the other people are saying, and then you're going to get mad and uncomfortable and phobic about it. Mm -hmm. Well, and yeah. now that this information is out there, are people going to be more diverse with what they're looking at? Or are they going to be like, okay, well, I'm still going to go there because these people agree with me. Yeah, and exactly. Like, are they going to choose to shake it up? Do they care? How does human nature play a role into this? Yeah. It's so interesting. That was really interesting. I like this episode a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot. This was so well done. Yeah. I should have put more math in. I knew I had to. <laughs> No. <laughs> you put the right amount, and the pictures were very helpful. Very helpful. Well, Love I can't them. take credit for the pictures. Those You can thank the uh, Italian researchers. Mm-hmm. Grazie. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like this will spark a lot of thought and debate i'd love to hear what listeners have to say if you're on spotify i think you can comment or just send in like your email thoughts and stuff like i just want to talk to you like i just want to know 
what you guys thought of this episode because it's so interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just fascinating. Like, the whole concept was so interesting. You know, our email is spooky, scary, skeptical podcast at gmail.com. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or follow us on Instagram and DM me. That was interesting. We're also on TikTok. You can send us a message. Yeah, your, gr- your girl needs to run that TikTok, and that's on me. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. I gotta do something with that. I know we have to start posting on TikTok. I'll get on some trends. We'll hop on some trends and get there. I'm not doing the Anna. Hans, an Anna Hans one? <laughs> trend. I refuse. I love that trend. All right. Well, Ken, excellent excellent work Amazing. very very good episode yeah. loved it thanks well researched yeah. that was two good episodes in a row sounds so surprising that means the three episodes ago was shit i guess no i meant <laughs> tonight like we've recorded two episodes oh. and they were both really good my episode oh, and your episode yes, were both was. very good i thought you were talking about like two of my episodes <laughs> in a row oh my god Yeah, I was not impressed by that one. No. (laughs) I couldn't even tell you what what it was, so. Uh, Probably Bigfoot. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Either way. Very good episode. Very well done, Ken. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope that you keep listening and remember to be a little spooky, a little scary, and a little skeptical. Bye. See ya. Peace. I was going to say peace, but it's too late for me to. Fuck around. Ken's gonna lunge across this chair. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't. I don't come back to it. (laughs) Hey everyone! Thanks for tuning in. Our sources are linked in this episode's description. You can find us on Instagram at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. Email us at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast at gmail.com. TikTok at Spooky Scary Skeptical Pod. And you can follow us on Patreon at Spooky Scary Skeptical Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review. It means so much to us. Love a spooky girl, a scary girl, and a skeptical guy. I know. You've got a very emo look going right now. Because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you.